Welcome to The Good Rookie Show. My name is Fahim. And my name is Nelly J, y'all. And we are Good Rookies. That's right. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Happy Good Tuesday. And guess what? It's a Good Rookie Show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, y'all? Yo, we're a host coming to you from Toronto, Canada, the 6th. And we bring you the hottest topics in sports and culture. I know it's Black History Month for him, but like, as you know, it's Black History and beyond for us. Can we celebrate Black History every single week on the podcast? So, you know, kudos to the good rookies and everyone who supports us every week. So, Fahim, as you know, in fashion, I gotta ask you a little, a little trivia per usual, right? You're like, oh, man. But this week shouldn't be too hard, right? Shouldn't be too hard. So, um, in regards to uh, we're coming up now in a few weeks will be the NBA All-Star Game, right? And mm-hmm. we'll probably talk about the All-Stars um, in the future. But can you tell me, Fahim, who was the youngest All-Star ever? Ever. The youngest All-Star. I feel like you might get this one, but, you mm-hmm. know. No, I think, I think you might have got me on this. Uh, really? I'll go, yeah, I'll go with Luca. No, but he is... Not he's not top five actually. Mm. Number one for those who know, who don't know, and again, this is okay. big up to highlight. Click, they posted this a few weeks Before, ago. Yeah, can I, can I get a team? No, I can't get you a team. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's cheating. Can I, can I get a can I get a year? No, mm. that's cheating. Fahim, oh. come on, man. Think about high school players that came in the league young. Fahim, you got this. Mm, there are only a few that came in straight from high school. Only a few came right. from high school, Fahim. Right. Few. Kobe. When I say his name, you're going to be like so upset. Not Kobe. Kobe, he's number one. Yes. Oh, Kobe. Okay. 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 Kobe was 19.5 years old, the youngest All Star ever. Number two was LeBron Fahim, another high school straight to NBA. Right. Right. That would make now, sense. He's, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Number three is LaMelo Ball, your guy. Number four is Magic Johnson at 20.5 age. So mm-hmm. both the Ball, LaMelo, and Magic both were at All-Star at 20.5 age year. And number five is Zion Williamson at 20.7 is with the exact age. So those are the youngest All-Stars ever. Woo! Mm-hmm. Quite impressive. Kobe mm-hmm. under 20 making an All-Star game. Wow. Right, right out the gate. Yeah. Yeah, off the gate. Um, all right, well, now, DJ, there was a released about the NBA.com. They had their top selling jerseys. And I think it's pretty interesting on the list. These things really don't shift too much. But uh, what I'll do is uh, there's 15 players. I'm wondering, maybe I'll go 15 down to one very quickly. Okay, these are all names that we know. 15, De'Aaron Fox. 14, uh, Joker. 13, LaMelo Ball. 12, Joel Embiid. 11, John Morant. 10, Damian Lillard. 9, Tyrese Maxey. We'll circle back to some of these names. 8, Kevin Durant. 7, Devin Booker. 6, Luka Doncic. 5, Giannis. 4, Victor. Three, LeBron, two, Jason Tatum, and one, Steph. Which one stands out to you the most as the biggest surprise, Nelly J? 
Um, Steph being number one, I'm actually surprised yeah. about that. Um, but I think Steph fan base is so vast and like I think people would assume it would be LeBron number one, right? Um but yeah, Steph being number one. I, I feel like LeBron was number one for a while, but Steph being number one, I am shocked about that. I would say I'm surprised I don't see Kawhi, but he hasn't played like Kawhi is typical fan favorite, but I guess Clippers players don't really have that a, a big a big fan base. Like, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Uh, mm -hmm. Devin Booker and Kevin Durant being top 10 with, as a Suns, they, they're getting a big following in terms of Devin Booker, especially number seven. Um, that's really mm -hmm. impressive. And no Ant-Man. No, you know, um, mm -hmm. guys like that. So quite interesting, I think. Um, SGA, he's an up-and-coming mm -hmm. star for Canada, not on right. top15.com. But again, he's playing for OKC, a smaller market. Um the markets here for him is like Damon Lillard has, has a following, right? Giannis, they're in smaller markets, but you know those guys have fan fans, right? They engage with fans, they have great social media um presence. So I'm not surprised. Tyrex Maxi being top ten already, um, and surpassing Lamelo, like yeah, that's, like that's shocking, especially that's in over in John Morant, yeah, um, mm -hmm. yeah, and him playing in Philly with Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid's an MVP candidate. Now, I wonder if selling these uh, for this year, perhaps people already have an Embiid jersey. So now with Maxi having this really breakout season, um, maybe it's time for they're saying, well, you know what, maybe let's get the new guy. That that push, you know, it could be, I won't say like yeah. voter fatigue or buyer fatigue, but. Joel... I don't know because Steph is number one and Le LeBron number yeah. three. I mean, right. if they ain't got right. buyer fatigue, I don't think, right. you know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> like, right. Like, the different color jerseys, different style jerseys, fans just, yeah. buy, you know what I'm saying? It's not the same jersey you're buying every year, no right? Way. So the fact that Steph Curry and LeBron are still top five, and they're like, how many years in the league? Right. Uh, Victor being number four already. Lord, mm -hmm. he's a phenom. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, he's the only rookie on this list. Mm -hmm. There's no chat. There's no chat top 15. Right, so clearly Victor has a lot of followers already. Yeah, people are 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 purchasing his tickets, and again, Spurs fans aren't that vast either, right? So the big markets, like you know, think about it, right? The number one valued, I think it's the Warriors and Knicks are top two. There's no Knicks players on here, no Brunson, right? And that's the most valued franchise in the league. But right. top, but Boston Lakers, you know, they have a legacy, but they're the only players on here. There's, there's no AD, there's no Jalen Brown. Yeah, I mean, people like who they like, I guess. And and big up to Darren Fox being number 15. I'm really happy for him. He was a guy that I've, I've always felt should get his flowers. And he was an All-NBA player last year. Um, yeah, like him being top 15 is also big for him, being a Kings player. I'm sure not many Kings players are top 15 on top selling jerseys too. So mm -hmm. I want to give him a shout out. So with the reigning MVP, uh, Nikola Jokic, He's at finals 14. MVP, finals MVP, not reigning finals. Oh, finals, that's right. My bad. Yeah, reigning finals MVP, MVP champion. Uh, he's at fourteen. That makes sense. Um, um, but I'm looking at, looking at him. I don't know if I, if outside of maybe Denver or that small community of Denver fans that are outside of Denver, if he's really going to transcend outside, where you'll see a lot of people buying his jersey. Um, outside of the market he is. I mean... They must be, though. To be on this list for him, these are people mm -hmm. that have fans outside the, the market. 
-hmm. Like not one market can make you top 15. You have to be selling to people outside. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, this is not just one market. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think Jokic has a fan base. A lot of people like his game. A lot, a lot of basketball players like his game. A lot of people respect, mm -hmm. like, you know, I went to the Raptors game oh, to just watch him play, right? Because I, like, like so, I, so I think people respect him. He's a champion. He, he, he takes basketball seriously, but also has a good balance, a work-life balance. I think we can all learn from Jokic and how to not take things so seriously, but work your butt off and be focused, but also have other things going in your life. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think for, to be, to be honest, let's for him, you have to have fans outside of just your fan base. So that you have to. But yeah. Even if yeah. we, a few weeks ago, we talked about uh, the Serbian basketball federation who mm -hmm. didn't even have him as the best player in their own federation. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just wondering if you took, him and say he was playing in say New York for instance if there would be more of a a push oh. for him to sell more jerseys you know like uh, well actually playing in New York's a lot different than playing in Denver because he'd be expected yeah. to do more marketing and etc right keep but, in mind um, Jokic it's impressive he has no social media presence none mm -hmm. and he's top 15 that's impressive because right. every other guy on here is on social media except for him right so the fact right. that he does no marketing campaigns, I haven't seen one Jokic commercial national campaign. He don't mm -hmm. care about that. <laughs> like, And Ja at 11. Ja Moran at 11. How do you think the 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 guns, uh, just the, the... Yeah, no. Uh, the uh, out-of-court activities that's been happening, how do you think that's affected his rating? A higher or lower? No, I, I think it's just that because I don't think that's why his jerseys drop. It's because he hasn't been playing. Mm -hmm. Right, like everyone here has been like the quiz. Uh, this is a list of top fifteen best players, list of most popular players. Right, so he hasn't played basketball, so less highlights, less reels, less videos. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone in the top five, Fahim, those five guys probably get or top ten, they get a lot of like Instagram videos created off of their highlights, their shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think for him, it's just not enough um impressions but he's still top 11 that's impressive the fact that he missed the first 25 games played for how much how much more and then got injured like he's a really strong fan base mm -hmm. he definitely does to be top 11 an entire well 400 and how many guys play in the league <laughs> that's right. pretty impressive remember right so that's a we mm -hmm. like our single fan base probably have a lot of scotty barnes jerseys and we're not even top 15 here so imagine right. how many people are buying his jerseys here. You know what I'm saying? To be top 15 for all of NBA. So you mentioned about uh, Canada and Scotty Barnes. Mm -hmm. So NBAstore.ca, so the Canadian version. Mm -hmm. um, on the list, uh, Scotty Barnes, his jersey is the number one selling jersey in Canada. Rightfully so. I have his jersey too. Right. I'm part oh, of that do. group. Good job. But actually, job. But, but I bought it. I bought it before last year. I bought it like his rookie season because I'm like, when he gets better, the price is going to go up. So I'm buying it now before mm -hmm. it goes crazy. <laughs> so uh, LeBron, number two, no surprise. Steph at number three. In Canada. Three. In wow. Canada, okay. still no surprise. Mm -hmm. uh, Pascal Siakam at number four. He's just, he was wow. in the, uh, the Raptors. Now he's in the Pacers. Mm -hmm. um, I wonder how much Pacers jersey, because they obviously it's, gonna, it's probably a combination of Raptors and Pacers for him. But I'm wondering how the Pacers uh, jerseys will be for him. So 
that's not so much of a surprise to me number four Giannis number five no surprise Tatum six uh Luca Victor we're back down to eight a uh, number nine Kevin Durant number 10 jaw Morant uh number 11 Shea uh he looks like he's gonna be a starter in the Western Conference so uh that looks like some... he will be he is yeah. mm -hmm. so him at 11 is that a surprise you would think that this is Canada this is Shea playing in a small market, but playing at a very high level uh, and well-known across the league. Um, him at 11, maybe a little bit of a surprise. I thought more jerseys of Shea would be sold. You know what? At first, I thought, I was like, yeah, they should sell more jerseys. But it seems like a lot of Canada fans are such big Raptor fans. I don't think they can find it in them to buy an SGA jersey because of that. But I, I think, like, in Toronto, we have way more LeBron fans than SGA fans, clearly. Right? Mm -hmm. LeBron has played much longer, right? SGA is still an up-and-coming star. So I do think SGA, and SGA, honestly, like he's doing a really well uh, social media-wise. So I can see him moving up for him in next season. Yeah. I can mm -hmm. see him being, being like a top, at least top 10 or yeah. top 5. But then again, it's tough, man. Steph, Pascal, will probably drop in Canada. Giannis and Jason Tatum. I mean, those are big shoes. And SGA, I think, I think if he can win for him in the postseason, like the other guys have outside of Scotty, um, everyone in top seven. But the fact that we have more Victor, like people have have purchased more Wemby jerseys than SGA. Wow, mm -hmm. Wemby's a phenom. He's eight. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's Shea at eleven. So twelve Booker, thirteen Lamelo, fourteen Dame Lillard, and now fifteen. Fifteen is Grady Dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's a um, shocker. Come on, man. <laughs> that is a shocker, especially so. More than OG Ananobi, more like we had other Raptor players on the team the last year. You know what I'm saying? You like, just like, mentioned yeah, about Brady, Canadians Brady. and winning a chip. And if Jamal Murray, big surprise that Jamal yeah, Murray, fresh off a championship. That is a snub. You're correct. Fresh off a championship where he, he contributed big time mm -hmm. to the championship. Big. On a Canadian list, didn't make the top 15. Yeah. But yeah. Grady Dick did. Great, great. Oh, I mean, I, his last name. We all know why they bought that jersey. So, okay. uh, you know what? I'll be honest. That didn't even cross my mind. So, are you telling me that people are buying the jersey off the last name? I never, I didn't. Yes. Uh, it's D I C K. And then the right. one, like, <laughs> like, yeah. his, we're the more one. Like, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. I mean, how many, like, come on, man. You know, people are silly. Listen, right. man. How, for him, how many times will we ever see a jersey with that last name on it? Right. You know so, what I'm saying? Oh, the first time it's yeah. happened, I believe. He's the first D-I-C-K. And yeah, it's just something where we're just going to see. Now, it's his last name. So enough respect to him. I'm just saying, like, right. I think people ran to buy it because of that. I think people also, remember, Fahim, you spoke about him. You weren't impressed with his first couple of games, right? <laughs> but mm -hmm. he's number 15 in jersey sales. So they're not buying because of his of his performance on the floor. Now he is playing very well. Big up to you, Grady. Happy for you. But these sales are from last year. So <laughs> clearly he just got drafted. So, I was actually thinking or wondering how much of him, his look, uh, his like his race, like I, in Canada, like how much did that play in? I don't think it's that much because the only like I think if it was, you know, a race thing, I would I think we'd see Jokic on top 15. He's not. He's the champion. Mm -hmm. 
know mm. what I'm saying? So that's just a rap. That's just Raptors, a Raptors fandom liking his last name. They want him to do well, but also like, come on, Fahim. So Grady Perfect. has Grady. He's been afforded some opportunities that you wouldn't think. Also, like he had a podcast where they went to him from, from for a pod. You remember the when he did the he had the game a podcast? Mm-hmm. Was it one of the big? Sky um, had the same thing too. Like for rookies, they're doing that stuff for rookies now. Like they all kind of have that little, you know, mm-hmm. marketing ploy and mm-hmm. they get it right. But again, mm-hmm. all, most rookies now are doing podcasting or doing stuff like th- that's his age. His age group is like that, right? They're mm-hmm. they're very involved social media wise, right? They're more vocal. Like remember, Scotty would do the two K stuff all the time, right? That was like so. I mean. Again, Fahim, I understand you, you can't believe it, but trust me, people are just so people are just like that. His last name is why about this. It wasn't because of his skill set or how great or how how much how great he played in the summer league. No, this is all his last name, and it's gonna be iconic because no one's gonna have that last name. So wow. Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess going forward, uh, can do you think we'll expect to see? Jamal Murray cracked this list because I think if they're for Canada, snubs, yeah, for Canada, I think he's kind have to of a do, snub not look, being on here. You have to do something like, like, I don't think Jamal Murray does any marketing within Canadian fans. Like, he doesn't like SGA does a lot of captions, like, he's pushing himself. And, like, you know, he played for Team Remember, he played for FIBA last year and he, he won us a, a medal, which we've never won before, right? So, like, that's SGA. Jamal, I think if Jamal plays in the Olympics. You know, does some stuff in Canada. Um, you know, maybe, yeah. But that's on him though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. these 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 friends in Canada are pretty tough. They're pretty tough. Clearly, clearly. And also I'm trying to think, did Jamal play an NBA game? Like, you know how well uh, OKC had that game in Montreal where they played and you know, that kind of like reach. Like, mm-hmm. I'm wondering, did they did Denver play in Canada during the preseason? I don't think they did. No. Yeah. So like, I mean, if you want something in Canada, you got you got to do more in Canada. But I mean, I mean, you, you know me, I'm a big Jamal Murray fan. So if it's not top 10 or 15, doesn't really matter. I just think in terms of crack it, he just has to do invested marketing. And to be honest, if Jamal, I don't think is the kind of kind of guy that really cares about that stuff. Like he wants to win championship, play with his teammates, you know, play basketball. Right. So mm-hmm. he probably doesn't even care about any of this. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. All right. Now, DJ. Let's go for the culture. For the culture, we get to highlight individuals for the culture. And today, Fahim, I'm really excited to highlight someone for the culture. So we're going to highlight Brad Holmes. So you're asking, who's Brad Holmes? Who is that guy, right? What? Who is he? Well, Brad Holmes is an American football executive for the NFL. He's actually a VP and GM for the Detroit Lions. Right, who went further than I think most teams ever thought they could? Um, he won the executive of the year for him. What before the Lions, he actually was with the Rams. Um, um, prior to that, so this isn't his first time being an ex- a GM or executive vice president, but I just think it's so great because he is a black man, y'all. Um, and you know, we talk about Fahim having more diversity, right. Within the front offices of the NFL, we talk about the, um, how that can help teams progress and stuff like that. So I just think it's so amazing 
And I don't know if he's the first black executive. I doubt he is. But the fact that he won it and it was announced literally last week at his Black History Month for him, I was like, yo, we got to highlight him, right? We got to highlight him. So big up to Brad Holmes for being the executive of the year for the Detroit Lions. He, he, he began with them for him in a 2021 starting season. And I just think it's inspiring, right? To show like, hey, not only can we play, right? He played um, uh, at the DT as well. Um, so he was a player prior. Um, at I think he went to what did he go to? I think he went to was it? Uh, yeah, North Carolina A and T. So he went there for college. He did play as as a DT, played college football, and actually he did win the Mid Eastern Athletic Conference and Black College Football National Championship at the school. So. It wasn't like he went to a top, you know, D1 school for him. You know what I'm saying? You know, this man grinded it out throughout the year um, um, after playing and stuff like that. He worked in, in public relations, had an internship for him with the Atlanta Hawks of the NBA in 2002, which he actually parlayed public relations between the Rams. Like, theme, he's really been involved in a lot of sports front office um, type discussions and in that realm. So I just think he's someone that, hey, like you can become not only a part of the NFL in the front office, but excel. So I just want to give you your flowers today, Brad Holmes. Big up to you and for being the for the culture. So Fahim, any thoughts on Brad Holmes reaching this milestone this year? Uh, first of all, uh, big up. Uh, I do have a question, though. Um, mm -hmm. The Lions. Yeah. They made a strong push. Strongest in as we can remember, right? Nineteen ninety one was the last time they won a playoff 91. game. Nineteen ninety one. Wow. Okay, yeah. Um, you follow football a lot more than me. W was there any major blockbuster moves that he made this year that would kind of influence this, or was it strictly off of the, the team's performance? Or how do you know how? Do you anything? In well, I mean, a couple of things, right? Great, they mm -hmm. drafted well. Sam Laporta and Jameer Gibbs. Two of those guys are on the Lions. And did it. those two guys uh, have any inf like were they were they getting playing time? Yeah, they're starters. Yeah, they're starters. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Nice. So again, so I'm saying like it wasn't like he just drafted whoever. Like I do have a quick question. Mm -hmm. uh, see Masai Ujiri. Uh, Masai Ujiri being a black GM, turned around the franchise, uh, had a keen eye for scouting. Uh, is this kind of maybe a uh, NFL version of that where he's a he's a black executive seems to have a key eye for scouting uh is, is... um yeah I mean uh yes that could be said as well like I do think it was a couple of things I think he I think you know they were they only won three games last season they won way more um I also believe like they, they made the right moves in terms of bringing in personnel, beefing up their defensive line. Their O-line was really good this year. Like, they did a, quite a few different moves, I think. Remember, also the coach. The coach of the of the, um, the coach of the Lions also won Coach of the Year. So I think that tandem together, they did a really good job. Dan Campbell and him, I think, both did a good job. They were 3-13-1, and one. Um, you know, and, and that's their first year together. They've turned around this franchise to be a winning franchise, be 12 and five this season, right? So 
Um, I just think they were always trending upwards the last few years. Um, I would say oh, um, Aleem, McNeil, um, and a few other in the third round of the 2021 draft, those two players became, oh, Amon St. Brown as well, and Derek Barnes were also back-to-back -back picks in that draft pick in 2021. Laporta, Jameer Gibbs this year. Um, oh, yes, and then Jack Jack Campbell and, and, and uh, Brian Branch also um, had good years. Like, they just picked up the right guys through the draft. Like, how many times do we know teams who pick up guys through the draft? Remember, they trade away Matt Stafford to get those draft picks too, right? They got Jared mm -hmm. Goff. Like, I think mm -hmm. I think all those moves um, were great. In 2022, they had um, safety, Kirby Joseph, to the third-round pick, <laughs> right? And the Ed Rusher, James Houston, was a sixth-round selection. So looking at their past draft picks, they just started from 2021, Fahim. They built, they just picked the right players, and now look where they are. Right. Uh, once again, this seems to be another possible Maasai uh, comparison. You were mentioning about the coaching, uh, the coaching relationship, coaching one coach of mm -hmm. the year, now executive. Say the same with Maasai. Dwayne uh, uh, Casey, one coach of the year. I don't know. I mean. Yeah, no, no, I, I definitely see the correlation. I definitely see the correlation. I, I, I think it's really dope, uh, you know. I think for Maasai, it's a bit... It's a bit different, right? They're both are great. I think Masai coming from Africa to do it here, like it wasn't he grew up in America, right? So I think him coming here, like where he started from to where he mm -hmm. ends now, it's crazy. I think also similar to him, like he just was a really good scout, right? A really good scout to your point. And now he's the president and uh, sorry, vice president and GM. And like he turned around his franchise in the last, what, three years? Mm -hmm. Lord, like mm -hmm. to your point, just ex exceptional scouting. Um, mm -hmm. so, so let's see if you can continue this next, this season coming up for uh draft. So right. Brian Holmes, big up to you, man. I, I'm yeah. sorry, Brad Holmes, big up to you. Um, yeah. really congrats on this. Uh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Pretty Brian, good. I mean, he, he may be something special, you know? Um, yeah. It's always great to see, um, black people just getting in these, in these positions and excelling, you know? Excelling. So. And also I just saw that his dad played too. Uh, for the Steelers, so that, oh. that, that's a good tidbit. His dad was an off offensive line um, in for Melvin Holmes, is his okay. dad. So he played from 1971 to 73. Wow. So and his nephew is also, yeah, and his nephew is also a former Detroit line defensive back, Luther Bradley. Um, so sorry, his his um his dad's nephew. So I guess his his dad's nephew was a. Uh, defensive back so this clearly this family this it has football and then his cousin um was the first round pick for the rounds in 2005 <laughs> so yeah like it's just football the pedigree the pedigree mm -hmm. of football players um intelligence not surprised this guy is a scout and scouts really well he probably's watched football you know from his you know from his dad to like his uncles to everybody right Right. So this is pretty dope. Big up to him. Nice. <laughs> Ryan Holmes. Uh, that's inspi that's inspiring, especially for those mm -hmm. looking to look for something outside of, of football. That's something that we got to highlight. So much Absolutely. love. Uh, keep in mind, Fahim, before we close off for the culture, Brad Holmes is the HBCU graduate. <laughs> so that is also <laughs> something you got to highlight as well. Yeah. Right. Like think of the odds of 
an HBCU player whose programs really don't, first of all, get to the NFL. Not a lot of them are really drafted, right? So for him to go that route and uh, be an executive from an HBCU school after playing, like, wow, his a very inspirational story, definitely wow. for the culture. And you know what? You couldn't have chose a better one at the start of Black History Month also. So good job, Nelly J. Thank you. Thank you. Big up to Brad Holmes. Big up to mm -hmm. you, man. Mm -hmm. Well, Steph. All right. Nelly J, uh, let's close this out with our last segment. That's absurd. That's absurd. Fahim, bro. What was absurd this week? What was absurd? The Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Notably, we'll say Carl uh, Anthony Towns and crew, uh, the Timberwolves players, they were asking assistant coaches for updates on where Joel Embiid finished in scoring so they could help Carl Anthony Towns surpass his total that night. Absurd. Absurd. So this is a night for him that Carl Anthony Towns dropped 62 points. Now, keep in mind for him that night, Joel Embiid was playing the Spurs and he dropped 70 points for him. So, but guess what? Joel Embiid dropped 70 and his team won. The Timberwolves, Cat uh, dropped 62. And they lost to the Charlotte Hornets. Absurd. 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 Uh -huh. um, their coach Their coach was kind of upset, too, and I don't blame him. Chris Finch literally ripped them a new one, right? Um, he felt that there was a lot of immature performances here throughout the roster. We totally disrespected the game ourselves, and we got exactly what we deserved. Yeah, I mean, he called he called that straight. I have to think it kind of tells you where we are in today's game that a lot of players are looking for individual stats, as you know, they say stat padding. Mm -hmm. That's clearly a case of stat padding if you're looking just only to get somebody something um, and not think about the team. Circling back, if you're going to do that, in which you shouldn't do it, but first and foremost, it should be about winning the game ahead of you. And then if you can get additional points um, with the with the win, that's that's uh, that's icing on the cake. But to be actually focused on an individual performance on a night where you take an L is just completely absurd. Absolutely. Anthony Edwards commented and said, once he hit his first six, seven shots, I think everybody was pretty much just trying to see him go get 100 points. I know I was. I think all of us wanted to get him to, uh, to 80 or whatever it was. We'll learn from it, though. So they admitted, yeah, like, we were just trying to get him the points. But y'all ain't winning the game. <laughs> he hit five or six, and you thought you wanted to make him Wilt Chamberlain that night with 100. Absurd. <laughs> yeah, man. And after the game, they're like, yeah, Carl Anthony Sound said, yeah, we got to find a way to win. Well, that should be the priority always to win the game. Not concerned about, yo, guy, give me the ball so I can make points. Like, yeah, just absurd. 
immature. I'm happy yeah. Chris French called him out. Um, again, theme. We've done post game. We've done post game uh, questions to players after games. They don't care how much points they scored if they lose, especially nope. if we lose to a team like the Charlotte Hornets. That's mm-hmm. definitely embarrassing for the Timberwolves. So, so they got to mature, man. Because trust me, Fahim, when the playoff basketball starts, you mm-hmm. got to get focused. And I feel yeah. like now is the pregame to that, right? Yeah. So let's see. Well, let's see if this bites them in the butt in the future. That this loss, Fahim, this one loss, Fahim, could mm-hmm. bite them in standings. That's true. Right? And it's gonna get, it's gonna definitely get tight in the Western Conference as the season goes on, also. So it's exactly. Point. Good point. We're gonna see. All right. So now, Lee J. Let's put this episode in the books. Y'all, that was the Good Rookie Show. So guys, as you know, it's our times to do shout outs. And I want to do a quick shout out to viewership. Yes, women's sports viewership. So Fahim, not sure if you watch it, but South Carolina played the LSU uh, last week. So I guess a few weeks ago. Great game. It was like massive. That same night, Fahim, the Celtics played the Heat. Guess which game had more viewership? Wow, I'm guessing the women's game had more yes. viewership. Yes. And hold on, the Celtics and the Heat. Yes. What night was it on? Was it on a weekend? Yep. No, during the week. During the week. Wow. Wow. So big up to LSU, South Carolina. As you know, Coach Don, her team is undefeated at the time, and yeah, love it, love it. It was a great game. You know, uh, the Bayou Barbie. Um, Angel Reese was playing Haley like it was a great game man I watched that game fun fun game but yeah 1.55 million to 1.38 so anyway that's how it's done most watched sporting events on TV for that night big up to college women's basketball love it love it love it nice and I think what I'll do is with the Super Bowl coming up we're in February um, do we have do we have an episode before ours? So we give our predictions. Yeah, Fahim. Super Bowl is coming up February 11th. Do you want to do predictions? You got winning. Real quick, I can't bet against Mahomes. I kind of feel like uh, how people felt about Brady. You know, you going to Super Bowl, you can't bet against Brady. Mahomes, big game. I understand in regards. I think the Niners are a slight favorite, odds-on favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I would take those. I would take those odds. I can't. I can't bet against Mahomes, man. Yeah, big game, big game, Mahomes. So I'm going with. I'm going with the Chiefs. Yeah, me too. Same, same sentiment. I ain't got to say much. Like it's Pat <laughs> Mahomes. Like I didn't bet against Tom Brady. And again, if Pat Mahomes loses, okay. But yeah, it's Pat. Can't bet against mm-hmm. him. And Kelsey, yeah. this, this could be Travis's last. Super Bowl, he said he might retire after this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is the last dance. Mm-hmm. Let's go. <laughs> Any thoughts, real quick, on uh, Taylor Swift? No thoughts. Uh, I think it, no thoughts. No thoughts. Like, she's, I'm happy she, she's supporting her, her, her bay, her boo, and that's all I'm going to say. I have no comments. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is all about football, not about mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. Right. No, I'm just wondering uh, any, 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 I wonder, you know how they have these like crazy, bet lines of like for instance like who will who will uh hit a field goal first or you know who will get the first first down or something like that i just wonder what 
Taylor Swift type bets are going to be on for the Super Bowl. Maybe like don't care and don't care, don't care and don't care. I'm not. I'm a football fan. Damn it. You know what I'm saying like I respect the game too much to work focus on Taylor Swift. Respectfully, uh, I like Taylor. She got some great songs, but I'm not going to focus. NFL is NFL. You know what uh, I'm saying? And and to me, this is her personal life. I don't right. really want to get involved in her personal life. So exactly. let her support her friends. Ciara supports Russell Wilson. We'll talk about her. Like, I, I think we keep the same energy, right? Big up to Taylor, but this is about Travis and him trying to make history. So let's focus on that. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. LAJ, let's put this episode in the books. All right, y'all. Good rookie show. If you had a good time, enjoyed yourself. Like and subscribe. And tell friends, tell a friend. Fahim. We're on all platforms. You know what it is. That's a good rookie show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.